Meet Bullseye Barry and Pat Splat, or how about Mug Marcus? They're just three in a whole family of garbage pail kids, a collection of gruesome-looking creatures that real kids can't seem to get enough of, and stores run out in no time. We sold out of them. We can't keep them in stock. The West Virginia treasurer, A. James Mansion, says the cards threaten the well-being of children, and after getting dozens of complaints, he's asking stores to pull them from their shelves. They don't need to have a chewing gum company or a bubble gum company sending them cards that show mutilation, cannibalism, torture, one child being burned alive on a bubblegum card, and these have started now to impress the youngsters, and we simply don't need that. Nonetheless, they're hot sellers. This store sold three cases in a week. They're fun to look at. <laughs> the gross ones are the coolest. A mangled arm, a shrunken head, a blood-splattered face. Kids know what they are. A baby getting beat up. And despite the treasurer's plea, not all parents are opposed to them. I personally don't think they're any worse than cartoons on television and so forth, like Masters of the Universe, and those are pretty gross. And as long as I don't scare my kids, they don't bother me. <laughs> But they bother the treasurer, and while he's not ordering stores to remove the garbage pail kids, he's hoping public pressure will put a lid on them. Alan Cullen, WCHS-TV, News 8, Charleston. Welcome to the Nostalgia Funhouse. That's right, the uh, number one podcast that discusses Things from yesteryear with two hosts, myself, Johnny Townsend, and my good friend, my brother from another mother, Andrew Lenz. We're the only podcast in history that has all these things. Take that to the bank. What's going on, Andrew? I love how you said all these things, but you didn't really specify. So that is the greatest open-ended thing in the world. That's how you got to do it. What things do they have? Yeah. Who knows? We have... Lots of the things I know now. Johnny bought a lot of something of our topic today and non sports trading cards. And he has two packs of new kids on the block cards and two packs of did not know all my children trading cards. So I, you, right. <laughs> you are the only person I know to ever hold or have. All my children trading cards. Yeah, uh, I'm a lucky man indeed. You know, some people consider riches to be money, uh, but myself kept my riches in uh, all my children trading cards. <laughs> no Bitcoin here, guys. No, no. Investing, no investing in the stock market. All my children trading cards were, were make or break for Johnny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're going to talk about non-sports trading cards. Obviously, uh, I also, when I was a kid, collected basketball cards. That was my big thing. But that was my gateway into, uh, I still remember, Andrew, to this day, uh, one of my number one fandoms still to this day, but my first one I remember being a big fan of as a kid was, of course, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right, That's my all-time favorite thing, even to this day. I say all my children. Oh, that, that was later, uh, when I was more <laughs> mature. <laughs> when I could understand all the themes that were happening around me. Uh, but... Uh, so I still remember we there was this store next to my grandma Townsend's, and after we would visit them, Dad would always stop at that store afterwards because it was like right across the street, basically. And one day I walked in there with them. You know, you're a little kid. You're like, man, what can I ask my parents to get me? It can't be expensive, right? But I I want something. And my eye caught this box 
of Ninja Turtle trading cards. And I was smitten. Every time I went, my dad would get me a couple packs of this with the horrendous gum. And But I love these cards. It was from the original cartoon. And I tried to collect all these stickers. I had most of them. I wish I still had them. I miss them dearly. But uh, so that kind of got me into non-sports trading cards. And uh, I'll talk about it later uh, when we get to where it's kind of at today. But I've had a hand in non-sports trading cards personally. Uh, Very excited to talk about that. Uh, But, you know, it's I kind of get this from my grandma on my mom's side. She collected stuff like she was a big collector of uh, what are they called? Oh, man. It's a certain type of doll. I can't remember what, what they're called, but they're really creepy to me. But she loved them. Uh, uh, porcelain, that's the word. I don't know why I can't think of it. But So she had a bunch of them, and she collected them. And I loved my grandma dearly, but I hated going into that room. My wife collects dolls. I know what you mean. <laughs> they just really kind of creep me out. Uh, that's just me personally. Uh, but that I think that's why I've had ever since then, uh, like any... Like if you looked around where I'm, my recording space, I'm surrounded by Funko Pops because I get addicted to collecting something. I it, before this it was Lego, uh, and before that it was uh, Ninja. Well, it's always Ninja Turtles is always a part of it. Like I have Ninja Turtles stuff left and right, but uh, I collect. So right now I think my big. I'm going to ask you, Andrew, after I get my list of things you collect. Yeah. Uh, right now my collection consists of um. Anything that I can find that has Raphael from the Ninja Turtles, I will try to get it. Anything that has Luigi from Nintendo and Mario, I will try to get it. And um, that's probably my two biggest things right now. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. But really, those are two things I really... Oh, uh, and a specific type of Funko Pop, which is ones that are... My favorite ones are ones that are based on real people. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I have uh, I have two Weird Al Yankovic's ones. I have a lot of the President ones. I have... Uh, Mr. Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I have the complete set of Bob Ross's, right? Like, because I love those; they're just really fun to me. What about you? What was? What are some things you collect now? Uh, collect now, really into, shockingly, uh, Masters of Universe Origins. Yeah, yes. That I like. I don't collect them all, but I like to get the ones I have the fondest memories of. So, like, I have He Man. I have Skeletor. Uh, my kids got me some, so I have like Battle Armor, He-Man, Battle Armor, Skeletor. What else do I have? I've got Merman because I loved Merman growing up. Beastman I did wasn't able to get. Uh, first one that I, I really was like, I got to get this no matter what. I don't care if we don't eat for this week. I know they're like $10 a piece, but still. Uh, was Buzz Off because I was Buzz yeah. Off on Halloween one year. Yeah. Listen to the show. You know that. <laughs> Other than that, anything else? Um, I started collecting retro games nintendo super nintendo yeah. and then i got a retro pie and i was like this is way too expensive so i'll just play them on retro pie yeah but other than that <laughs> yeah other than that that's probably much what i collect yeah i do have i do have two funkos i have a dustin from stranger things and then my wife got me i'm guessing it was an exclusive target set from star wars Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one that she got me for my birthday. So I think mainly it's it's Masters of the Universe Origins or kind of like things that remind me of my childhood that I'll yeah. buy and kind of collect. So it's more or less things that remind me of my childhood. Oh, I do have the set of the re-release Ninja Turtles and the Party Wagon. Oh, I see. I'm jealous. I have the Raphael, and that's it. Yeah, but, exactly. uh, that's I, just because I was like, I have to stop myself, or I would just keep buying. I have, yeah. I have all four. They're opened. I'm a let it breathe guy. 
just I do both. I have a lot of open, especially talking Ninja Turtles. Like I'm staring at four Ninja Turtles out of their, out of the package, but I have a Raphael hanging up, uh, who's still in package. I kind of do both. Uh, I like the display of the whole thing, right? Like I'm staring right now at a mankind from wrestling figure, and he's in package and he's hanging up, so I can look at him because he's so cool. I but think- uh, he can do the mandible claw. <laughs> I think the greatest thing my wife got me got for me, well, it wasn't so much. I just said, I, I like this. And she was like, oh, well, I guess I owe you an anniversary gift is my, this is so amazing. Cause I am a huge fan of Transformers, the movie from 1986. Yes. yes. Yeah. It is the coronation star scream comes with the throne, the crown. That's cool. Everything else. I almost got the Galvatron, but they were 50, it was $55 and I wanted mm, to kind yeah. of set it up where Galvatron was going to, you know, kill him. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> as you would. Yeah. Well, he asked it. Cause that was a yeah. very, very devastating movie for it was. a child in the 80s. Oh God. The first 10 minutes of it, it's like up in today's culture. The first 10 <laughs> minutes up are just devastating. It's Optimus Prime's, uh, demise in a, in a transformers movie but uh this obviously trading cards themselves have been around for a long long time baseball cards were like one of the first type of trading cards it's like from the late 1890s i think or something like that it's it could trace its history way way back over 100 years they put it in tobacco yes <laughs> it's obvious. Yes. the non-sports trading cards i have to say i was the only person in my family to do it and if you ever listen to me whatever my brother and my father were doing i kind of just did the opposite because i don't know if it's rebel or i just like to do my own thing like they yeah. were heavy into sports cards i love sports cards too i had football basketball baseball hockey all those but it was something about the non-sports trading cards that were always cool teenage mutant ninja turtles the simpsons uh new kids uh some <laughs> of the other great ones you know like dc and then the marvel ones that came yeah. out star wars is a huge one to this day yeah. still big uh, there's a lot of ones i mean a lot of, uh especially back then i remember andrew uh when i was going to element when i was in elementary school garbage pail kids were humongous yeah. like i literally saw kids in my class trading these cards with each other that's how big they were they were major major yes though that's probably the first one that i remember and i even watched the horrible movie as a kid <laughs> yes <laughs> but yet i have such fond memories and everybody's like it's horrible it didn't even last in the movie theater so i cannot find it but if i do find it i do want to rewatch it as an adult and it would probably end up being like my mac and me because <laughs> I'm kind of it. I'm kind of in search of my Mac and me in a way, <laughs> so I'm thinking either Garbage Pail Kids or the Masters of Universe movie is my it's my Mac and me. And if you <laughs> ever want to know what I mean by my Mac and me? Go check out Johnny and I's review of Mac and Me. Yeah, uh, instant classic, obviously uh, Mac and Me. But yeah, that. so Garbage Pail Kids were by far one of the biggest things, and if and they're still around today, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still kind of a big property today, but they were super huge when they were kind of around in the 80s. Like I was in elementary school in the late 80s, so it'd be around in there. It was when it got really huge for me. And I remember looking at these cards, and the art was really great, but gross at the same time, which obviously appeals to a kid, right? The other thing it did, too, was it took away from Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes. yes. Cabbage Patch Kids were these sweet, nice things, other than the one that would eat your hair and your fingers and everything else. <laughs> and then you... you got them all like like adam bomb whose top of his head blows off right yeah. 
peeping Tom who's full of eyeballs. I was yeah. just some of these up. And they're just so gross. What's this one from 1986? Armpit Brit, which is, you know, a garbage pail kid, a female garbage pail kid with their arms just full of hair. Yeah. It, they're just fun to look at. Mickey Mouse, whose whole body is mouse. <laughs> well, here's a Beetlejuice one. What's he called? Mickey, oh, Mucky Michael, and he looks like Beetlejuice, so probably a little bit of a tribute to Michael Keaton. But that's that was Garbage Pail Kids. They were disgusting they were gross but they were so cool because they appeal i think they appealed a lot more to everyone than just cabbage patch kids yeah i mean it's a gross sense of humor was -hmm. involved and if you're a kid that's like you know uh well i can't say that i don't laugh at a fart today but you know what i mean like it's still you know like what you found funny as a kid like people who burp and 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 fart right those are funny things and that's kind of (laughs) worthy these cards kind of come in in a way Uh, like i still remember i can't remember which character it is but like they had like a snot coming out of their nose i remember being really grossed out by it uh but that's just uh that they were huge and they weren't the only cards that were huge like i said uh the ninja turtles had any think of any major cartoon property and i guarantee you at some point they've had at least one set of trading cards come out. Oh, yeah. It was it was crazy the way that they came out with these, especially in the 80s into the early 90s. Nowadays, you're not going to see too many trading cards. I think the most popular trading card now that you would reach into, say, a later generation is you know, Pokemon, Magic. Uh, but, those are, but you can actually play those. Those yeah. are actually playing games. When you talk about non-sports trading cards today, your big ones would be Star Wars. Those are still big today but aren't and... those a lot of like a game too no no they're actually just trading cards and um a lot of your like marvel puts out a lot of sets of trading cards uh those are the ones i'm very familiar with and again i'll talk about them later because i have a connection to those but uh it's uh but these were they're way less prevalent now uh than they were back then they still happen uh, like i have a whole box of uh adventure time trading cards that i got when they came out uh, so they, they still do happen from time to time but i mean even those cards are like over a decade old that i have of adventure times so. yeah i i love just every single last one of like these these trading cards and i'm like looking at other ones you got growing pain trading cards mork and mindy 18 three i remember three. see i remember mork and mindy ones i never got them but i always wanted them was a show i love like any show you really like like man i gotta get these trading cards yeah, I, I love looking at the prices. Here's some nice elf trading cards for 25 cents. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. We need to get some elf trading elf trading cards. You get this whole set, and you get Mash in there, too. Mash, Mork and Mindy, Magnum P.I., Bubblegum. Oh, man, that's Series 2 elf. I'm going to throw in a cheap plug for Retro Bliss. There's an episode. I can't remember which one it is, but Trevor and I did a little special thing. I didn't. I'm assuming it's one of the Ninja Turtle episodes because I'd gotten these old packs of Ninja Turtle cards, and this episode's a, maybe two years old, something like that. But they were uh, never open packs, so they still had that gum inside. Did you eat the gum? And we chewed the gum. I 100% do not recommend. It is truly awful, and it will that taste will stay with you. for. And the gum, the gum wasn't even good when it was quote-unquote fresh. It would snap... Oh. That was the best part. In my oh, opinion, man. we're on once again. Here's a here's a Mac and me Doug situation. That thumb <laughs> was amazing. I chewed every one I got from Ninja Tur- for any of the trading cards before Andrew. So I'm not saying that, that I didn't partake in it. I'm just saying uh compared to other gum, it was uh not as good. But uh do not 
chew it now it's it like it's instantly gross the second it touches your tongue uh and you feel like you're smelling mothballs for a good while <laughs> doesn't it just like disintegrate now i remember having sort of having bad gum i was at a card show because like a, card shows were like the big thing they still happen today but they were huge then yeah yeah my dad like my dad and my brother and i we go to card shows and i think somebody was selling war why am i thinking war of the world trading cards even though i can't because those were huge i i I had some of those i like those a lot those were my garbage pill kids were war of the worlds okay so oh no no it was mars attacks i'm thinking of mars attacks i i'm thinking war of the world or something but they were from this had to be probably 90, 91. So these were probably from like the eighties or something. Yeah. And I did open up the pack and eat the non-fresh gum. And I was like, ah, oh. and it just kind of like disintegrates in the powder in your mouth. Yeah. But yes. I would, if the gum looks okay, I think I would still tempt I, it today. I don't think you should. I'm just throwing it out there as I, your friend. Uh, don't do it. Andrew, please. And I was trying to. I was trying to see, like, because I remember, I don't know why I was remember War of the Worlds. I think maybe because he was telling me the story about the whole radio thing. Yeah. Yes. That's why. And you mentioned Star Wars cards, and I did not know this one, but there, I guess there's an error or, like, the most famous Star Wars card is... Is it C-3PO? Yeah, C-3PO 207, where he is uh, a little happy. He's happy well, to see you. He's Yeah. He is happy. Go, He's happy go to see you. Up. Just uh, think of uh, the uh, the pastor who marries the uh, Little Mermaid and, and Eric. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Somebody's <laughs> trying to sell this thing on eBay right now. Gem Mint 10 for $40,000. God. <laughs> or, uh, here, here, please pay me 40 grand to take this card of uh, an erect C-3PO. <laughs> and then there's like other guys that are like, hey, I got this card. It's $12. <laughs> yeah but that's the that's the thing that's big now too that i think is kind of i don't want to say destroying but it's really hurting the market uh and that's getting everything graded uh, uh chris chavez for let's talk but no politics okay yeah we did hit 100 episodes for that one which isn't we now nostalgia fun out we bagged everything about grading that you lose a uh, grading a video game cool you can put it on your mantelpiece but can you play it ever again no. You gotta break it open. Uh, you know, we, I can understand a card in a way because you could kind of flip it and see the back. But grading a comic book, what does that do? It, it you don't you want to read it? There's a story in there. There, you're yeah. taking away, and then the smell. We mentioned the smell. Yeah. Because the card, the card makes the most sense because it's just a front and back, and you can still see both of those when they're graded because they're putting a clear and they actually kind of look nice. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're planning to display it. And it does add value to the card if you get them graded. I have a I have a first edition Steph Curry upper deck rookie card, and it's un, and it's not graded. Uh, and not graded. I think I could probably get like between a hundred and hundred fifty bucks for it. But if I got it graded, uh, depending on the grade, I'd get obviously. But that price skyrockets. Yeah, that's like my Merino rookie. If I, it's like a oh, seventy five dollars now. If I got it graded and it hit the highest grade, it's worth like five grand, but I'll never get it graded because it's not coming out of there. Yeah. Did you, card collecting got so big too, even like late 80s, early 90s, that if you went, we went to war, in the Gulf War, and Pro Set was like, hey, you know what these kids need? They need Gulf War trading cards. Yeah. So you There's can collect, yeah. So you can collect, uh, you know, General Colin Powell. You get that 
Saddam Hussein. Yes. <laughs> that George Bush card that you've been looking for, or General. I hope, they had, I hope behind them. I hope behind them they had like like interesting facts about Saddam Hussein. <laughs> what was behind them? I can't even remember. I, I don't think... remember. I think I had like one pack of these, and I do not remember what the back said at all. Oh my! Look at the. Oh, the top. I think tops had some too, but I remember the pro set. Oh, look at that! You could get all eighty-eight, and you get guys like. Oh, come on. I want to see this guy's name. General Richard G. Graves. I don't know what I would do without my General Richard G. Graves card. Does it, does it say what's on the back of it? Uh, no, it won't show over the back. I got to find a better picture. But that is, you, you can get your Admiral card. Oh, thank goodness. Akbar, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I love this George Bush one. It's George, what is he called now? George H. W. w. Bush. W. Bush, yeah. It just says the commander in chief and he's wearing like this bomber jacket. That's <laughs> all it says on the bottom. Oh man. But tops made them. Oh man. I wish cards were 50 cents a piece. Oh, tops God, made yeah. them pro set pro set ruined everything. Oh my goodness. I forgot about these ones too. The card collection. It was 1991 crown from crown. And it was like uh cartoon versions. So you had like George Bush dressed as like Rambo standing on top of Saddam Hussein. Like he's going to just like lay lead into him. Well, these sound more fun at the very least. Yeah. There's one in a boxing match. Okay. I'll send you this link so you can. Yeah. Because this is something that. So uh, before we started this episode, I had Sean Andrew, my uh, I'd gotten this lot on eBay years ago of unopened non-sports trading cards and i still had some left i had a still have a bunch left actually that i didn't open uh, sadly i opened all the ninja turtle ones and i'm keeping those stickers i don't care what you say uh but uh i'm going to open on this episode andrew this uh beautiful pack of new kids on the block from tops uh i'm going to get eight cards uh super gloss photo cards and one sticker andrew who do you hope i get for the sticker <laughs> What card? I just was reading some news here. New uh, kids on the block. For the sticker is uh, I'm gonna go Donnie. Okay, let's see who I get then. All right, you hear me opening it? Yep. There we go. We got. All right. I'm gonna put the sticker in the back because I can't see who it is. I also I'm... remember because the turtles did this on the back of the stickers. You can keep those and it'll turn in. And if you get all the stickers, it makes one complete picture remember oh, that yes the new kids on the block apparently did the same thing as i'm looking at the back of it all right i confess i don't know any of these i mean i've obviously when i was a kid my cousins were huge into new kids on the block but uh was it was it for me so my first card is a donnie Wahlberg. obviously I've yes. him. uh my next card is just says on the road just a picture of them i guess singing on the road <laughs> oh here's a good one this is uh jonathan uh yeah. And I have a, this one looks cl the closest to me. This is uh, a Joseph McIntyre. Wasn't it when he called Joey McIntyre? Yeah, Something Joey. Like yeah. He was uh, the youngest. Here's the one. This is, this is a black and white of all of them. I am i can't wait to get to the sticker here. Here's another one of all of them. Uh, Oh, who's this? This kid looks young. Who is this? This is probably Joey. Joe. Yep. Looks really young there. I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm. Breaking out my knowledge of new kids on the block, but uh, all right, I have my sticker, and he's uh, he's the fifth one. Uh, this is a course I want to show it to Andrew so Andrew can see this great sticker oh, yeah. that I got, and it is That's, uh, 
Oh, it's Joey. Uh, I got Joey. I love the fact that I'm old enough to remember when Mark Wahlberg was just known as Donnie Wahlberg's little brother. <laughs> and now he owns like a burger place, don't he? Yeah. Now, now Don, it's okay, like the biggest it first. <laughs> it, it's the biggest shift of fame I've probably have ever seen. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg was like on top of the world, and then there was just Marky Mark. He was just Marky Mark to me. Yeah. One. And now all of a sudden it's like Donnie Wahlberg's getting bit parts in movies and Mark Wahlberg's the biggest, like one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I count my first thing was he has a, he has a burger place. Yeah. Uh, well, why not? It's got a cool name. Wahlbergers. Yeah. Makes so sense. Yeah. Tops did put stuff on the back of their cards and I just found it's general Schwarzkopf and it just mentions, you know, about that. He's that he's a, uh, a, the allied armed forces were coordinated and military planning. So it's nothing really too great. And then talks about how his nickname was the bear. Hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, the elite that he just did stuff, but you can get a card of the Huey Cobra. I think oh. I want that. See yeah. the, the vehicles I would probably want, cause this might be pretty cool, but it may be, I don't know. I love history a lot. So maybe some of those historical figures, uh, but that's just that just goes to show they would make a card of anything, right? There's three Stooges cards from back in the day. I was watching oh, some older man. ones. Yeah. And there's the like the one of the curlies is the hardest to get and most sought after. Yeah. Hey, I love that all these sets have like sought after ones too. That's just so that's so cool. Uh yeah. Um these were huge. Now, Andrew, today, I mean, or even back then, you know, I keep bringing up the sticker. Uh it was they would each of these card sets most of the time would have something extra besides the main cards. They would have either a sticker, they would have gum. We've said gum before. Some would have both. The Ninja Turtles would have both. Uh, and that's just another way to be like, hey, kids, you're really going to want this pack of cards because not only do you get these cards, you get a sticker and you get some gum. And that still kind of continues today. They don't do gum anymore, but they will do their special inserts, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, that they'll do. And. Sometimes they'll actually still do stickers, but where I kind of come in, or I used to, I haven't done this in a couple of years, but uh, they do sketch cards, and these are they'd get they they would get artists, and they would say, "Hey, uh, I'll give you my example." Like they were bringing out a set about Deadpool, right? Marvel was, and they said, "Hey, can you do so many Deadpool cards? Just one, like these would be hand drawn by each artist, so they're one of ones. They're the only ones." And they would be randomly inserted into packs, and you were lucky if you got one. And then you're even luckier if you got an artist you were searching for. Uh, and I've done two of those. So I did that one, and I think I did a Spider-Man set. So I've done two of those. And I'm friends with a lot of artists who've done a lot of those. It's a really fascinating thing, especially when I tell people what I got paid for doing these compared to what they sell for on eBay. It's completely... I'll give you an example. Uh, these are from who puts out the Marvel ones? Is it? Is it? No, it's not Tops. It's because uh, Tops is Star Wars. Upper Deck. Upper Deck. Yes. All right. So <clears throat> I'm only. They, I only knew that because I I looked up your Deadpool card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I have a very distinct art style, and uh, I was very excited to get to do these. They were a lot of fun. Uh, but there's a lot of the process. 
So you uh, say, hey, I want you to draw. I'm just throwing out a number. I can't remember how many I had to do. But let's just say you have to draw 30 cards, right? And we need them done by this deadline. You got to send them in. Uh, you got to scan them too because they you send them the scans after you've done it because they got to get approved by two different people. Upper Deck has to approve them and uh, Marvel obviously has to approve them. And if even one of those says no to any of your cards for whatever reasons, there's the contract for these things are, by, by the way, when I'm talking trading, these are the same size as a regular trading card that you're thinking of. The All the do's and don'ts are insane. <laughs> uh, you know, all these things you can't do anymore for these cards. Uh, like, uh, obviously, I can't have a character smoking. I can't draw a character smoking. Uh, you can't have a real gun, that type of stuff, right? Uh, so they can get denied for any reason. The cards that get denied, you don't even get paid for, FYI, even though you drew them. Because uh, you're considered a, it's an independent contract with the company. Uh, so um, <clears throat> you only get paid for the ones you do, and that's a set number. So, for example, I did like 30-something cards for Deadpool, and I think I got five bucks per card that I drew. That's it? That's it. And then they'll also give you a number of artist proofs that are just the blank cards that have the AP on them. And those are the ones that I can charge extra because if somebody says, hey, Johnny, I know you have these artist proofs. Can you draw me a Captain America? I could say, sure, that'd be like 60, 70 bucks or whatever. I can actually charge a lot for those because they're quote-unquote official in a way. But even those have to get approved, right? <laughs> So it's a headache. It's a giant headache. That's why I don't really do it anymore. But uh, $5? I'd get $5 for a card. And if somebody was lucky enough to pull that card, you can actually go on eBay now and find tons of these. I mean, not just mine, like all kinds of sketch cards. Mm -hmm. And they range everywhere from uh, the official ones from like pretty much like 15 bucks on up, depending. But the one that I remember is I did one and I got paid five bucks and someone was trying to sell it for like, I don't remember. It's a, like a 100% uh more than what I got paid for. <laughs> yeah, it's the one that I was looking at, Upper Deck 2019 Deadpool hand-drawn sketch card by Johnny Townsend. Yeah. Two they want $291.69. Yeah. And I got five bucks for that card. That's what they want. Plus another $19.26 for shipping. Yeah. And again, I got five dollars per and uh that's a big thing in the artist community that I'm uh, that I know a lot of people of it doesn't pay well that's why a lot of them don't stay around doing that very long it's just not a good paying job and you have to do a lot of work it takes a lot of time to draw 30 plus cards Andrew uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's how I'm actually very much know the stuff now no I love your artwork but no offense I would rather have the C3PO uh direction I get it yeah okay. cards for reprints for 395 each i don't know why but when you look up your card and you go to the bottom for i probably talk about erections too much by, by recent sponsored views <laughs> they're like hey check out the c3po card i honestly i love that that's on the same thing <laughs> yeah, scroll down it seems, and... it seems right to me <laughs> <laughs> Well, I always try to put a little humor in most of my cards. So I love uh, how there's one guy. There's another C3PO card. It's graded, but listed. It's pre-owned. Well, they should be right. It's gotta be pre-owned. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about these about these cards. Like I, but to be fair, whenever I've tried to sell my art on eBay, I don't. I feel very weird putting. Hey, this is. I gotta. You gotta put if it's pre-owned or new. Like what? It, I mean, what do you want me to say? <laughs> 
brand spanking new. I'm pretty sure if I'm buying a card from 1977, I know it's pre-owned. Yeah, somebody's owned it before, even if they didn't open it. Yeah. Got a nice Wolverine one, too. Wolverine and Deadpool. I did quite a few of those. Uh, But, yeah, so that's just kind of uh, an example of what goes on with some of the stuff today. It's it's a lot of work for very little pay, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to in other ways. Yeah, but that's... You're drawing that on a tiny little card. So that's even I'm like, yeah, Yeah, that's a lot of detail and handwork and everything else. And I don't have a a big enough name where I can get away with little. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's some artists who can, and I don't blame them for it, but they can draw very little detail on those cards and get paid buku bucks. And honestly, power to them. That is true. If you can make the money, you can do it. Did you collect any of the X-Men cards? Because I know you're... Yes, uh, from the 90s. From the 90s. I I had quite a few of those. I liked... Who made the good one? I was trying to figure out who made... I think those have gone up in value since then, too, now. I believe. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't it um, Fleer? I want to say Fleer, right? Yes, it was Fleer made the really good ones where you can look on the back and it would tell you every single one of their powers. Yes, those are my favorites because I love seeing where my where these characters were ranked on stuff. Yes, like how like how like it give you it was like a bar graph almost of each thing, right? And uh, like Cy- I'm just using Cyclops because he's my favorite. Uh, like uh, how powerful, how I like how his agility, his intelligence, and all that stuff. They would uh, each get rated out of ten. Yeah, Fleer. Oh, yes, and the artwork was pretty. Was yes, the artwork was incredible. Is Fleer Ultra? Because the DC ones weren't bad, and the original Marvel ones weren't bad, because I did like, this is way before, kind of, or not quite before, but before internet, and where everybody had a computer or a smartphone. So these cards were cool because of that, yeah. and then on the back of the DC and the original Marvel cards, you could see the first appearance in a comic book, if you didn't have like a, you know, wizard pricing guy, yeah. anything yeah. of that nature. So that was kind of because you didn't have well nowadays you just go on wikipedia and figure it out but back then that was how i figured out hey this guy was in this comic before anything else and yeah there was they give you a little fascinating facts about these things i i love that too Uh, i do have a collection of um this is because i'm lucky enough to know know a lot of people in the in the trade and, and in the business of sketch cards i do have a a decent collection of sketch cards uh, that I've either traded with other artists and stuff like that, but uh, man, the level of detail you can get in, that some of these people get in these is is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it, all right. So when the one thing I man, this is one thing I wanted to bring up to you too. Like even like X Men cards is a great example. The ones that we grew up with, even those are going up in value now. Like cards in general, I think are sort of starting to they're getting a bit ridiculous. Uh, the rarity, like. A yes. lot of cards you mentioned, even with sports cards, you'll get something and it's and it's numbered. It could be right. a piece of a guy's jersey, a piece of a guy's bat. Yeah. There's only and so- it'd be like one out of like ten of those cards. There's only ten of those cards. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's the way it was. And cards are not today are not like it was back then where they're so mass produced. Yeah. It it's more of a rarity than it was just, hey, how many cards can I pull out of this? Let's yeah. do nostalgia. I notice anything from our childhood is going to gain value because somebody was like, hey, man, I really miss, you know, this card. I miss this. And there's just going to be less of it around because it's it's older. It, it, yeah. Yeah. 
and a lot of those things get destroyed or or whatever or lost. But they they are. I was gonna mention another one. I forgot what else I was gonna mention because these these were really these were really cool. These were some of my favorites outside of the Ninja Turtles, the Simpsons. Oh, I'm trying to think who else I had. I just enjoyed them as a great alternative to buying a pack of sports cards. That, yeah, yeah. I mean. Which again, oh. I still did because I have I had a huge. I still have quite a few basketball cards, but yeah, yeah. It's but it's just something different about seeing. Again, I have the distinct memory of seeing my the first time those pack and Ninja Turtle cards, right? Like it just it just stands out more. I I loved them too, and I would when I looked them up, it brought back the memories of the different color packs. Yes, like there were blue ones and red ones, and they'd have different turtles on them. Yeah. It was just something. I just love the card store in general. I miss the card store in general of just going in there and you're like, hey, I want a pack of that. And then all of a sudden they bring down the box to you because most of the boxes were in the back. And, yeah, you know, you could either take the one from the top or you dug down into the bottom because that all of a sudden, because you dug down into the bottom, is going to have a magical card in it. Yeah. But I, I think these are still fun today, even though, like you said, Pokemon and stuff, they are treat. They are. It's a game, but these were not a these were not a game. These were just something that we wanted to look at, something to hold. And I think if anybody that loves pop culture loves these. Yeah. I mean, who didn't have when you're a kid like a binder of some trading card you're collecting, right? I had like I had one for Ninja Turtles, I had one for basketball. Uh so I, you know, I know a lot of kids who did that. Do you have I didn't know there was Final Fantasy cards. I don't have any. I'm just looking at different pictures. Battlefield Earth. I didn't have Battlefield Earth cards. Skeleton Warriors. Oh, man. Uh, What Street Sharks? Did they get one? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. My daughter's super into sharks. And I was like, Are you going to watch Street Sharks? She's like, What's that? I was like, So when the Ninja Turtles hit it big, even though they were. Everybody wanted thing. Everybody was like, Hey, let's get in on this. And they were like, Hey, let's mutate these guys into sharks. I'm looking that up now. (laughs) oh man but yeah so uh, you know uh, go to our facebook page tell us what you collected you know what kind of non-sports cars did you collect Uh, it's it's just a fascinating world uh everything had was there street sharks trading cards there was they had stickers too one oh that's what i'm talking about they looked awesome shell yeah they did (laughs) (laughs) but tell us what you collected you know, let us know. Yeah. Uh, and make sure you follow us on Patreon. A big shout out to our new Patreon member, uh, General Threat. That's right. We are we are inching closer and closer to being able to afford so, the ghost of Mr. Chicken. One day, yeah. fingers crossed. General Threat gets exclusive content. And like we said, it's only a dollar a month. Thank you for signing up. Uh, go check out the YouTube channel, Johnny mentioned Facebook page, and I think that's about it. And check us out, BICBP Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And a shell, yeah. <laughs>